Hey everybody, it's Bob. How's it going? I am here tonight. I, I, I've already blanked on your last name, but Sadia is your first name. Most people pronounce it Sadia, but you can do what I'm going to say Sadia because I've got to be different. So Okay. But, now, is it Sadia really? I wouldn't have yeah, that's, it Yeah, that's how I say it. Yeah. So uh, you wouldn't go with Sade, you'd say Sade. Well, you know, English is a weird language. I can't put an accent on the first A, which is what I can do in Portuguese. So, you know, I, I reply to anything close because it is a foreign name and it can be hard at first. Oh, okay. It's foreign. What, uh, what, how, what kind of foreign? Well, the short answer is that it's French, uh, which is technically true, but it's actually a name from the north of Algeria, which was a French colony. Okay. Yeah, the way we have Native French, Americans, yeah. they had their Native people, and they're called either the Berber or the Kabyle or the Maghreb, and they call themselves Thalmor. Hmm. The Mogwai. That's interesting. Yeah. That was Maghreb. some gremlins, the Mogwai. You know, that was oh, a little gremlin guy. The Don't <laughs> no, they're the Maghreb. It oh, means Maghreb. West. Okay. It means West in Arabic because they're West of like Saudi Arabia and stuff. Oh. How interesting. Well, I would think that there would be an accent if it was French, because you know all the French go <laughs> They have all those words. They don't they don't do Sadia. They do Sadia. Yeah. You know, it's gotta have some kind of spin to it. So are you, were you French or is your French heritage or what's the deal? It's a crazy story. So a family friend chose my name. Uh, he was from there, so you know discussions yeah, about the you name. Had some kind of contest or something, or like, okay, name no. the baby. Anybody in the neighborhood puts in five dollars, gets named the baby. <laughs> no, it was just his favorite name from back home, and it's different, but it's close enough to Claudia or Nadia that it's not too weird, and mm -hmm. it sounded different and kind of cool. So that's how it became my name. You sure it wasn't saying Stadia, which is like some kind of that, gaming platform? Yeah, that Google thing. Well, in Spanish, yeah. the word Sandia means watermelon. And I know you can't see me, but, you know, I'm kind of tall and thin. I'm like 5'10", size 2, size 4. I'm the opposite of a watermelon. Uh, salida means exit, and Sabia means wise. So my name is almost a lot of things, but it is Sadia. So it's uh, Watermelon West Wise. Sure. WWW. That's what yeah, there you go. So that's interesting. So so your uh, neighbor won the lottery to name you. We got that uh, going. So that's a fan, that's interesting little uh, tale. I don't know why that was so important to them. They put in $5, but you never know. Hey, People that are... part came from you, not from me. <laughs> oh, well, we're, we're, we are, um, you know, we're forming your origin story, so that's oh, what's I see. happening. Okay. Oh, my, my mythological origin yeah, story. Yeah, we're, okay. we're going to get that a little bit better uh, fleshed out for you, so you can have. Well, thank you. You know, you can have something going <laughs> on where hey, I got named by the neighbor. He paid. Uh, we made like hundred five hundred and fifty dollars to name me because. Uh, and I did not know. look like the neighbor. I look like my dad. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't say anything <laughs> about that. My sister looked like. Now the you're neighbor. implying some other business there. <laughs> 
I was just in a naming pool. I wasn't in anything else. Like it the Kentucky anything. Derby where they go around and everybody picks a horse. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like a, you know, they probably, probably put baby names up and <laughs> and uh, moved them forward as the money went up. And yeah. I was almost Emily. My dad was pushing for Emily and I forget what name my mom wanted and they both agreed with Sadia. Well, it's nothing like Sadia. Yeah, but it, it works. I think it fits. So was there any other uh, corporate sponsorships in your life before you uh, became an adult? Or <laughs> Well, it's so funny because written in Portuguese with no accent, my name is pronounced Sagia, and it's the Oscar Mayer of Brazil. They make all the turkey <laughs> and all the ham. So when people That's see my name... It's like being named Oscar Mayer or Levi Strauss in America. Mm. And I'm vegetarian. So they're like, hey, have you had the ham from Sadia? Mm. And I'm like, no, I don't eat ham. Sorry. The joke ends here. Mm. Well, maybe. I mean, do they have uh, the vegan version or something? Bruh, if they did like a Brazilian Impossible Burger, I would hope to do their commercials because it would oh, be okay. perfect. How strange. Well, I have to ask you a question about that because I you know, I'm not a vegetarian or vegan or anything. And I always am wondering, and I've asked several people, problem is they're not uh, fully, you know, either one of those either. I go, why is there this, you know, uh, fascination with people who are vegetarian or vegan to have things that are named for meat, like why do you need a vegetarian hot dog? Just make your own goddamn thing and just call it, you know, a schnitzel roll or something and say, oh, yeah, we love schnitzel roll because it's only vegetarian or a hamburger or, you know, ham or any of that kind of stuff. Why? What's this fascination with, with you know, taking on the, the meat aspect of the name but just making it non-meat? Well, I think there's two answers to that. Um, the first one is there is no ham and hamburger. So oh, little do you know, you know. got to ponder that. The other one is I think a lot of people became vegetarian, you know, as an adult or as a teenager, like I did. And mm -hmm. so, you know, and if you want to introduce foods to your friends, what's familiar is always more comfortable than what's unfamiliar. So if you want, you know, if you're like, oh, here, try a try a vegan hot dog people have an idea of what they're in for. But I said, here, try a schnutz and veggie, veggie blah. They're like, what the yeah, hell no, is You got to go with that. I think you just need to commit. You need to cast aside all this meat talk. And, I don't uh, know. And say, yeah, we're going to have, you know. Tofurky. We're going to have uh, cabbage, you know, cabbage patties. Well, that's not what it is, though. It's beans and rice. and. Well, I know you said there's no ham and hamburger. You're still using a hamburger language. And so cabbage well, patty sounds well, good. You know, I regret to inform, I am not the queen of the nominating, of the naming society for all the vegetarian stuff. So I think well, you do have a point. But no one really cares what I think. So I don't have any pull with like oh, this okay. great vegan cabal that names everything. Well, I didn't say a cabal. I was just saying, I, wonder, <laughs> I, I was wondering from somebody who'd been practicing this yeah. for, for a while, why they think that they have to, you know, follow the trend. I mean, people have been vegetarian for eternity yeah. and they don't need to, they don't need to be sidling up to McDonald's and all these people with their 
gross hamburger well, slime. Let's let's look at this like from a bigger picture. Okay. If mm -hmm. everybody who loves meat and loves their steak and loves their hamburgers, if all of those people just twice a week went vegetarian, mm -hmm. we'd have a huge impact on global warming and, you know, animal welfare, welfare, apparently, and things like that. So there is some merit in Americans eating less beef. We eat so much as a country to the point that we're getting high blood pressure and, you know, mm -hmm. obesity and things like that. So when you're trying to you be read my chart here, what's going <laughs> on? But like the impossible burger, you know, it's a Burger King. Now when people want to go to Burger King, I can actually eat something. So that's nice. Yeah. And it's a good burger. I mean, I wouldn't know. I haven't had a, an actual meat burger for so long. But, you know, for health reasons, it makes sense to make it a little bit more familiar. I'm not out to convert anybody. You eat steak all day if that's what you want. But if for health not reasons, all day, but, you, know. you need to, to step back. <laughs> You know, the tofu hot dogs are actually pretty good. And a lot of the vegan burgers, like they've gotten better. So, you know, once or twice a week, a Boca burger, an Impossible burger, if it's good for your health and doesn't taste bad, like why not? My mouth keeps moving when I'm not talking. I think something's wrong with this. But um, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a, I mean, I think it's good. I think it's very uh, 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 admirable. Not oh, just taking big swig of alcohol here come on it's water in my oh water i'm sorry i yeah. told you water because of the vegas throat vegas throat right which is uh i think that's if you go on the strip they drive around in those little cars with big banners on the side of the say vegas throat but uh, <laughs> no, the, uh, no, no. it's a singer thing when Celine Dion <laughs> was performing here she would only perform three nights in a row because the mm. air is so dry it's very arid yes and you literally feel the moisture being sucked out of your vocal cords. It's it's not fun. So we have to stay hydrated. Apolo I gotcha. apologize for the gurgling. No, sounds. don't apologize. I'm just teasing you. Just water. If you if you haven't uh, figured out, it's not very serious uh, on this uh, interview. But it's here, fun. So. And I have right, a question yeah, it's supposed to be fun. That's the whole idea. I have so a question, the, sir. Oh, sure. Go ahead. So your last name is. You raise your hand. Uh, Yes, I did. Um, yeah. Is your last name Le Mans the way it would be in French, or is it, or is it Lament? Le Mans. Le Mans. No, it's Le Lament. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's Lament. It's just so you know, like no cement. French. It's cement, cement with an L. Lament. <laughs> Here, I was thinking more like Lament. Uh, well, I don't like have a mustache, or else it would be Lament, and I would be oh. And you'd oh, be sad. Oh, hello there, Sadia. Oh. You would be sad if it was lament. Like yeah. to lament, lament yeah. is like to mourn, I think. Like to mourn, right? Exactly. So well, that's, that's where it comes from. You're, it's, you're a, it's a derivative of that. You're pepperminty. Le Mans. Le Mans. Lament. <laughs> so, so now you just mentioned that you were a singer. And yes. uh, so are you in Las Vegas to perform? Um, in many you, ways, do you live in Las Vegas or what's the, no, what's I, the I, Vegas I mean, situation? I have been in Las Vegas. I now live in downtown Las Vegas. Um, just what? about two blocks. Is there even a place to live down there? You live on the box or something? Just what? Got... You see my apartment? There are people. No, I just see that air conditioner. That's all. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. I think you can see a corner of my blanket. Yeah. Um, it's a tiny apartment, but it is an apartment. That's okay. Lots you live in Las Vegas. Vegas. It probably cost a mint. 
Well, <laughs> a mint. Uh, people have to work in the hotels and the casinos and the bars mm-hmm. and things. Uh, so we can be so welcoming for all the tourists who show up. Right. I've been here for over five years and mm-hmm. I did comedy in New York for a while. And then I quit because, you know, it's male dominated and I, it was just a little too insane. Yeah, a bunch of jerks. Well, I didn't. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, her, he's a real jerk. Well, I've never met him, but when you start out, man, it's rough. I was at the Gotham Hotel and you would put your name in a hat. And sometimes I was like number 150 and you just sit through really bad comedy waiting for your turn. And at a certain point, I was like, I don't want this badly enough. Like, I can't. I just can't. So then I was in L.A. and the comedy, it just, you know, it just oozes out of me. So then I worked with a comedy producer out there. And uh, her name. Oh, oh God, I'm blanking. No, I just talked to him. Uh, It it was was Mel Brooks. I'll find it. I'll find it. Oh God, no, it's okay. If you don't remember, it's no big deal. Apparently, they they didn't leave any memories for you. No, no, he's great. Oh, come on, don't 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 let me dismount like that. (laughs) He was great. Um, he produced comedy, and I did like admin stuff for him, and he gave me Uh stage time, and he coached me. So I got to perform at the Comedy Store and uh, at Ice House and Madhouse. And mm-hmm. then, uh, no. Which was the best oh. one, Ice House or Madhouse? I can't tell Ooh. from the name. Ooh. I think the Ice House would be good in, in California because it's kind of hot, but uh, Madhouse. The one in the one in San Diego, which I think what Madhouse. Madhouse, Madhouse was really cool. Okay. I was in San Diego. Mental note, Madhouse. Better than and it closed house. and now it reopened. So I, I don't know oh. what's going on. It's been a would while. It open up as our house? Huh? Does it open up as our house now? <laughs> our, house, our house in the middle of the street. In the middle yeah. of San Diego. It used to be Ice House. But it's <laughs> no, Ice House was cool. in Pasadena. <laughs> oh, okay. So then I come to Vegas, right? And I'm just doing my thing. I was a karaoke DJ. I was a big bus tour guide. And one day a friend said, we're going to go do stand-up. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I can stand up. And I went and I did amazing because I've I, done it. I can stand up and I'll eat a veggie burger while I'm doing it. So yeah, exactly. I, I yeah. sit down sometimes to do my stand up just because I'm so edgy, right? Yeah. And I did fantastic. The manager did you fall the off club, the stage or what? No. Well, I did at Gotham. My very first time on stage, I nearly tripped and fell off the stage. Uh, <laughs> but the manager was like, hey, you're great. Please come back. And everybody at Wise Guys out here was so nice that I just kept coming back. And then – Again, you know, it's mostly guys and they talk a lot about their sex lives and their anatomy. And so I started writing comedy songs and I took my songs to a music open mic. You know, and- let me get stop you for just a second. If you're writing comedy about other comedians' sex lives and their dicks, it's probably not going to go over very well for your picking in the line there. Well... I have had a lot of success. My song Dicks is really popular. You know, you, I'm can, just joking with it. you can walk the line. Okay, I haven't hooked up with any of these comedians. I'm not going to write a song about, you know, a specific yeah. person. But, you know, Dicks, Dicks, there's lots of different Dicks. Some are short, some are thick, some are teeny tiny, but don't get whiny. People love it. And then that led to an album. So I released an album of six comedy songs. Uh, uh, let me ask, let me guess. Uh, part Dicks part one. Part two, no, or no, is, it, is it from micro to uh, macro? It, there's one called Toilet Bowl, there's one called Blue Balls, there's, there's one, one called, called Miles Title, and then there's one called uh, Skill O'Neill. 
What? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Small one and a big one. Oh, no. So I wrote a song called Toilet Bowl. Don't okay. be a clown. Put the seat down. It's the gentlemanly thing to do. So that's my song. I mean, there, there's more. And then I wrote a song. You know, I when think they, they should have that at the clubs. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all, so for, I'm all for unisex bathrooms, uh, by the way. Uh, yeah? I think that we shouldn't have separate bathrooms. I think that we should have unisex bathrooms and then everybody just go because everybody's on their best behavior if you have a unisex bathroom i don't know if oh know. i would i think that would bring out the worst in some people really and then you go uh you know then that would be a song they could play in the background well, at the unisex bathroom it's a funny story so the first song i wrote for the album was dicks which i sang a little bit of and one of the guy comics who is one of the cool ones right so he's like my friend so he, he said, hey, Sadia, dick. don't take this wrong, but I was taking a leak the other day, and your song Dicks, Dicks, lots of different dicks, has a good groove. You should write a song reminding men of all the steps to pee properly. And I said, well, look, <laughs> I was born a woman. I'm staying a woman. I don't really want to be a man. I may have seen a guy pee before, but I, I need some intel. Like, you got to give me I some info. $5. And anyway. No, and, and he told me. So... I mean, I can sing it for you. So we know don't be a clown. Put the seat down. It's the gentlemanly thing to do. Don't be a clown. Put the seat down. All the ladies will appreciate you. If you can't pee in the bowl, you'll never find the girl's hole. Put down your phone and grab a hold of that phone. Hit the bullseye. It's easy if you try. Some hot girl just might swipe right. Come back to your place tonight. We know that you're thinking about sex. A clean bathroom is the ultimate flex. Make no mistake, give that dick a shake. You won't stand a chance with dribble on your pants. Now you tuck them safely back inside. It's a special time to hide. Now don't be a chump, pull the zipper up. And be a good man and wash those hands. <laughs> I like the last part. You need to tell that to everybody. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Hygiene seriously. is terrible these days. People don't wash their hands or anything. They think that you can just do the uh, hand sanitizer and you're all good, but that's not the way it works. Mm -mm. No, no, no. You, you well, thank you. That was, a nice, uh, that was a nice song. Thank you. A nice song album. break, uh, by the way. you know. Thanks. So I'm hoping to license it to the casinos out here to get it. There you go. You can play in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah if a unisex yeah. bathroom, then you could play it. And... I don't like the idea of a unisex bathroom because what? What? some guys are weird. Okay, but no, like I'm I'm cool with the room with a door that you lock where it's one person at a time, like at Starbucks. No. Like a no, guy like was a huge, huge bathroom. There'd be no urinals. There would all be stalls, but not stalls like we have here in the states more you know more like stalls overseas where it's actually a stall where you go in like it's a record listening booth or something gotcha where you it's totally to the floor and everything okay and well, uh yeah i think i think that that's the way to go i mean if i may you see i'm raising my hand if i may <laughs> if i may sure. present a dissenting opinion devil's advocate as it were all right yeah let's hear but what it is they're not gonna I change my mind Perhaps we can agree that most men are stronger and bigger than most women. On average, guys are just bigger and stronger. Okay. 
So all you need is a little too much alcohol or a little too much cocaine or whatever. And they're going to see vulnerable women, you know, doing their, their private business. I think that could mm-hmm. go south and go very badly, very quickly. That's why I proposed. This well, you're thinking we must think the worst of everybody. Oh my God. Well, you know, an ounce maybe, of prevention is worth a pound. Maybe, of uh, maybe not in bars and everything, but out and about, I don't see why the reason why it wouldn't uh, work. I don't want weirdos around young, young little girls. Well, no, of course not. Nobody wants that. Oh, you guys, is that the in your spot there? You got the sirens. Yeah, yeah, the sirens. Yeah, sorry oh. about that. No, it's okay. Not that you can stop it, but uh, I I was trying to figure out what was going on. If I had my good headphones, I had my good headphones, we might not hear it. But uh, uh, no, no, I say so. All right. So let me tell you a real quick story. So I was in uh, Ireland on a little trip, and we were at a place called the Cliffs of Moher. What? Which is the Cliffs of Moher. You can look it up. It's a cliff, and you go look at it, and it's beautiful. And oh, I've heard of this. Island. Yes. And we went, and you go in. So, I'm I'm a uh, you know, lifelong Midwesterner, and I'm over in Ireland, and and of course you're there for the day, and you gotta go to the bathroom. Okay. So we're in this hallway with all these people who, because it's very busy, and they have to go to the bathroom. And I thought, well, this is weird. It's like everybody's here, right? It's like there's no separate lines for the men or the women. And they're all going in one door. So I, go, I guess maybe you go in there and it splits off into two uh, bathrooms. No. All one huge bathroom with stalls everywhere. But everybody was going in, men, women, everybody. And you go into your stall and you go to the bathroom and then you go wash your hands and you're out of there. It's just total, it was total chaos, but it was all very, um, uh, everybody was on their best behavior and it was actually quite clean considering that it was, I mean, literally there was a line to get in there. And when you got in there, it was the hugest bathroom I've ever seen with all these stalls. How many stalls? I'm taking that experience and I'm like, why not? Why not? If you can do this at the Cliffs of Moore, why won't it work other places? I understand what you're saying that you have, you know, certain predatory people in the world, but you know, regular places with regular people, it probably would work. Well, they passed a law in New York a couple of years ago that they had to build twice as many women's like stall things mm-hmm. as there were spaces for men. When I ushered at a Broadway theater, the line for the women's bathroom was always, you know, just super long. Sure, and the super men's long, bathroom yeah. is super short. Um, I've been in so situations think, where the women just take over the men's bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's uh, a well, whole I'm a, scene. I'm a Midwestern girl myself. I was born and raised in Cincinnati. I tell people I did 18 years there, and then I is got Cincinnati out. really the Midwest? I mean, come on. Yes, yes. It's well, it's almost in Kentucky. Come on. We are the is, western edge of the eastern is, time zone. Sir. Is is Kentucky part of the Midwest? Okay, so let me break it down like this. <laughs> All right, let, 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 me, let me get a little, little. <clears throat> so we border Canada. If you go north of Lake Erie, you're in Canada. So Kentucky says that we're north. Fair enough. Uh-huh. Pennsylvania says that we're west. Colorado uh-huh. says that we're east. Right. We're like everything and nothing. But uh-huh. I'm right next. We were like close to Indiana and our airport is in Kentucky, in Covington, right. Kentucky. Yep. Yep. So... 
I believe we are Midwest. That's okay. how we self-identified when I was there. So uh, when you graduated from high school, did you go get your picture taken with Touchdown Jesus? What? No. <laughs> Touchdown Jesus. It's in Cincinnati, <laughs> Touchdown Jesus. Oh, I think I missed that. I oh, okay. I I'm just asking. There's a big no, statue of Jesus, and it looks like he's <laughs> holding up his hands like it's a goal. And people oh, wow. call it Touchdown Jesus. You know, I see what my parents were thinking. Cincinnati was very safe. We didn't have a lot of the nonsense that we see, you know, in New York City or some of these other places. Yeah, but it was nonsense. really boring. So I went to college oh, in Philly. Come on. And then I moved One of to the New best sitcoms of the late 70s was set in Cincinnati. WKRP? WKRP, baby, if you ever wonder, 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 wonder whatever became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. WKRP. So there was a Who concert in Cincinnati with Festival yes. Sting. Yeah, there was an episode dedicated. Yeah. 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 Festival yeah. Sting. But to my knowledge, none of them ever. Like no episodes were actually filmed in Cincinnati. Right. I don't no. Well, they did uh, the opening and stuff was Yeah. Like the office. Like they filmed yeah. that in LA. No, that they shot footage yeah. of uh, Wilkes Bar. So yeah, but for me it was kind of boring. You know, I wanted to go to the big city and I wanted mm. to go to New York. So I went to New York. I did two years in Paris during college. I later wow. lived in Brazil. Like I wanted to go see stuff, you know. Yeah, well, you did. Yeah, I sure did. Where did, where did you live in Paris? Oh, I, not that I would know, but where did you live in Paris? Uh, I lived, my best apartment was in what's called the 4th arrondissement. It's like the 4th district. I could see mm -hmm. the Eiffel Tower from my window. It was about nine oh. inches high or, yeah. you know, it was small, but I could see it. And it was called, it was in the Marais. If, it means the Marais. That'd be a, one of your inspirations for the Dick song. What, because they said it was nine inches tall? No. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about Dixon. Sorry, I'm just joking. It's a bad joke. I'm sorry. It, no, it was a funny joke. Yeah, I thought bad. it was terrible. Funny. Terrible. But I could see the Eiffel Tower, and I was kind of like in the downtown. I mean, Paris doesn't have a downtown, but it was in the center. And you were all. trying to be a chef, and you found a no, rat. No, I, I taught English oh, uh, really? to executives over there. And really? It was, yeah, it was an amazing experience. My mom was now a teacher. I, now she I totally understand where the whole bathroom problem comes in. A bunch what? of French executives, and then you're trying to teach them English. Oh, oh, oh Saudi. Okay. <laughs> They're not all these massive horn dogs. I taught at this uh, French business They were walking down the street when I was there doing it. So. Yeah. What Were you in Paris? Yeah, I was in Paris for, for a little while. Okay. I didn't, I didn't live there. I, you know, I couldn't see the Apple Town from my apartment. Oh. <laughs> well, I also lived in the 16th. Uh, that's where the rich people live. But I had a tiny, tiny apartment uh, right by the Bois de Boulogne, which is kind of like their Central Park, sort of. Yeah, I think that's supposed uh, to be where the rich people are. But I was on like out of the dumpsters around there. It'll all be good stuff. Oh man, I was like the sixth floor walk up. I had what's called a maid's room, but I called it a maid's closet because this guy bought like two of them and cut them in half. It was tiny. But it, it was awesome. What more you know, do you want? Like, You're living in Paris. Come on. Yeah. And I was teaching at their top business university. And then I taught people at the culture ministry and this thing that they call the cooperation ministry. Oh, my goodness. So I would translate stuff from the World Bank and the UN. It was awesome. It was really fun. I hadn't even graduated college yet. 
So that That's was cool. fantastic. Were you going to school in Paris or you just took a break? Yes. And then, yeah. I, I did my junior year at the Université de Paris. Mm -hmm. There's number three. Easy, like they number easy them. for you to say. Well, okay, Paris University, number three. <laughs> and then I took a year off and my parents didn't care because wow. I was supporting myself. I said, hey, I've got this job. I can pay my own rent, pay my own bills. See you in a year. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, we don't. You left anyway. We love Cincinnati. Get out of here. Yeah, pretty much. They didn't even come visit me. Like I was like, really? fine. You, you do. Oh my god, no, that's terrible. I, I'm sorry. Oh no! After um, they took in all that money to name you, and they didn't even come visit you. God. Well, terrible. you know, my family's a little weird. I think my parents were afraid I would abandon them because they didn't speak French. Like I learned it on my own. Well, you don't even uh, speak French in Paris. Come on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you do. I walked around there. I didn't speak a lick of it. And how'd Nobody, that go? It was fine. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ha -ha. yeah. Ha -ha. I'm like, I go to the cafe and I'd be like, give me a Coke. And they go, okay. I, I'm glad it worked out well for you. <laughs> I I think it, it worked out better for me because I spoke it, especially as I was teaching English, so I could just translate stuff on the fly. They oh. didn't understand, like, what's this word mean? I would just tell them. Oh. So I'm glad you got did your you take them out? Did you take them out like on little adventures to speak English at all? Did you go like, I don't know. I'm sure there's some place. No. It's probably Cafe American or something. You go there like and you speak McDonald's English. McDonald's or there. something? No. Yeah. Well, these were grownups. These were, you know, fancy executive diplomats. I know, but that doesn't matter. They're going to go. Everybody loves a field trip, even if you're a grownup. Yeah. I never thought to do that. My claim to fame was I took – like their top 40, like any American songs that were in their top 40, mm -hmm. I would use that for my lesson. And I would write the lyrics on the board and then I would discuss the grammar and I would go over the vocab because I knew that they would study the song. I mean, they were listening to what, the stuff. Uh, like, about what timing was this? What year was this when you were there? Uh, let's leave that a mystery. Let's leave that a mystery. Oh, I was going to come up with a song in that time period. Oh. <laughs> and then get, to do some kind of goofy French accent where that, you know. <laughs> Well, you know the Edith Piaf song, right? No, rien de rien. Je ne regrette rien. Mm -hmm. You know that one? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. Okay. No, I know that one. I know that one. Well, let's pick a song that we both like and you can do it in a French accent. Well, no, I, you, my joke's gone now. It's totally blown. I needed no, to get it a year so I could do a, a terrible well, rendition let's of some particular. Uh, 2002. Let's say 2002. Oh, I don't even know anything in 2002. Come on. What year were what, you? What, what was that? What was out then? I mean, you know, come on. Uh, Wait, then I got high. Was that out in two thousand two? Oh I my god, that high. song! Are you kidding? I would never use that with that, my that, students. That, that, then you could say that in French. You know, you go "Je vais au niveau," and then oh, then I got high. Anyway, I, I don't even know what the French would be. When I was a karaoke DJ, and there's the clean version and the nasty version. And the song is hilarious. It's absolutely yeah. I was gonna pay my rent, but then I got yeah, high. Then I got high. Yeah. And then I got high. I was, good I was gonna stay in Cincinnati and then I got high. Hey. <laughs> no, then I got woke. That's probably what happened. It's like there's more to there's more to the world than the Cincinnati Reds and the Bengals and the Serpent Mound and oh, the Art man. Museum and Blasphemy. Is your parents still alive? Because uh they're being upset right now, I can tell. They're like sitting at home going, what the fuck is going on around here? What? Well, my dad passed away about a year ago. I'm sorry. 
Oh, it's probably for the best. Um, my stepmom hates me so much. <laughs> in Cincinnati, and I didn't go. Well, she left me out of the obituary. Like she oh hates me. Um, yeah. Oh my, she wrote what this. is going on with your life? When you're sitting Bruh. in Las Vegas and hating on Cincinnati. It's like my stepmom hates my guts, which is fine. It's kind of mutual. She well, said that's a stepmom thing. There's you know. money. Like she Cinderella told me that ruined stepmoms forever. So. Well, I'm sure there's good ones out there, but this. <clears throat> Not that I've ever met. Huh? Not that I've ever met. I don't think I've ever met a good stepmom, to be honest with you. Oh, they exist. I'm sure they do. They have to. Oh, are you a stepmom? Okay. No. Sorry. Oh, good. Okay. No. <laughs> I wasn't I sure. Just, I don't want to paint too broad of a picture. My stepmom was horrible, but there have to be some good ones out there. It's just statistics, oh. right? So let's get back to Las Vegas. I'm sorry, I took you on a whole little ride over there. So you're performing in Las, no, you're living in Las Vegas and performing. Is that correct? Do you do so? If somebody were to come see you in Las Vegas, why do my eyes keep shutting? Anyway, why? If someone's coming to see you perform in Las Vegas, where would that be? I perform at Wise Guys. It's a comedy club out here. I have a gig in July at the Mint Lounge. Uh, I might be hey, going out of mint joke when you said mint lounge. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, the mint lounge. Um, it's yeah. on Sahara. It's awesome. I've performed there a couple of times. My friend yeah. Anna Banana sponsors it. Bahahaha Beats. She's she's amazing. Um, I just found out about an hour ago. I am going on the road. I've booked some gigs. They're just going to get back to me about where and when, so I can't quite say that yet, but I'll be going back east for, for some stuff. Not since nope. No. Skipping that. No. Stuff. I don't think they're ready for dicks, 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 lots of different dicks. I, I oh, don't. What do you mean? They've been taking them for years in Cincinnati. All kinds of. The town is so conservative. Even especially the people who are, you know, in the closet still. But anyway, go ahead. I might get banned. Like, it's very conservative. My parents were Republicans, like conservative Republicans. And mm. so I don't really want to, I mean, I miss it sometimes. Like, I miss parts of it, but it's a big world, you know? Like, I miss the skyline chili. <gasps> I miss the greater ice cream yeah, and the see? skyline. Yeah. I don't think they have vegetarian. They didn't have vegetarian chili. I don't think I'm sure they got it now. They got yeah, it. probably. Yeah. They probably okay. make Impossible Burger Skyline yeah, Chili. But props Skyline, to you I for knowing it. about Skyline. How did that hey, happen? I've been, I've been to Cincinnati. I've been everywhere. What are you talking about? Well, where are you right now, if I may ask? I'm in St. Louis. Oh, nice. the capital of the United States. <laughs> well, my Ohio River joins the Mississippi in St. Louis. Yeah, that's and yeah, uh, two streams joining. That gets us right back to the Dick song. The um so you're <laughs> speechless <laughs> so you're now i want to tell you real quick my favorite performer in las vegas and you may know him you ready for it mm -hmm. that's a lot of water you're drinking it's uh don't hurt yourself <laughs> you know you can't get too much the, no you really uh, can't oh no yes you can you can get too much water honestly goodness well, this only holds, I don't know, like 32 ounces. Yeah, I don't know. You must have been full when you started. The um, Piff, Piff the Magic Dragon. Do you know who Piff oh, is? Oh, how cool. You I know don't know Piff him, is? but I know no, of I'm him. I'm sure he works down there on uh, 
on the strip. Oh, what's the name of that street down there by the Mint? Uh, what's the street with all the video things on the top and everything? That's by the Mint, what? isn't it? Las Vegas Boulevard, right? Uh, they have a different name, I thought, for it now. But anyway, you know where you go and you stand there and they have all these videos playing above your head and fish swimming and all kinds of stuff? Uh, you mean down on Fremont with the Fremont the Street? That's it, Fremont Street. If that's it's on it. Fremont, I thought okay. he had. I thought he did a show down there, but maybe not. He might be on the strip. I can look it up for you. No, okay. that's okay. I got the internet. Come on. Well, I'm just saying. I just, just wanted saying. to know if you knew Piff. Piff and Mr. Piffles. Will you you watch out for him? He's a fantastic okay. comedian slash magician. Oh, I'll have to go see his show. And Thank you for that. Yeah, and he has a little dog called Mr. Piffles, which is a yeah. chihuahua that does tricks with him, and it's just the best thing ever. So wow. Thank you so much. There's so many choices out here. Like Not this town. Wouldn't go, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't see him over you. I'm saying he's well, one no, of the people I mean, there's I room for everybody. There's room for everybody. And Not the really. comedy out here is just amazing. The comedy scene like is huge. So there's all kinds of places and there's room for everybody. So Sadie is at the Mint, and she's got – what's the name of your album? Your album's not called Dicks, is it? Yeah, it's called The Total Dick Experience. Oh, kind of like a Jimi Hendrix kind of thing going on. Yeah. Uh, so it's Dicks, Dicks, lots of different Dicks, Blue Balls, Toilet mm. Bowl, When the Dick is Good, Dick mm. Coin NFT. There's one I'm not <laughs> – Everybody's jumping on that bandwagon. <laughs> well, so I mean, I'll, I'll tell you the words. So it's, um, gentlemen, I have a duty to inform: if you send us dick pics, you're watching too much porn. We don't mm. like how they look; we just like what they do. So give us a chance to get to know you. If you're too dumb to take that advice, some idiot sent me a pic of his PP. Gosh, I thought he wanted the whole world to see. So I minted that photo as an NFT. And he paid $10,000 just to get it back from me. <laughs> what if he did pay? Well, you just keep doing that. You can just make a living doing that. <laughs> I've never done it. I read about a girl who did it, and that was the inspiration for the song. Oh, okay. But apparently, if you you know put his name and number and make it an NFT, he will buy it back. So they're happy really? to send them to us, but they don't want them to be made public, which is kind of yeah. weird. Well, what's he worried? If he's sending out dick pics, what's he worried about? I know, right? Well, yeah, if you're married, let it go. Let it go. Married, you might. That's a whole other song. Too. Let it go. <laughs> so if people wanted to uh get in touch with you for whatever reason not any kind of nefarious reason but just for good reasons to see where you're at you're going to be going on a tour you're going to yeah. be singing your songs yeah uh, by the way it. which I all seem to be very uh oriented around bodily function well in my Do you have defense, anything I... called menstruation you need a song called menstruation just so uh, just want to help you out with that Okay, duly noted. I am working on a series. You need to work album. the other side of the street a little bit. You know what I mean? Carpet muncher. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Well, see, the thing is, at the Wise Guys Comedy Club, people are eating. It's, you know, you can get like I, nachos or like I don't want to hear about dicks while I'm eating, but that's just me. Well, but I don't really want to get up there and talk about, you know, the flow. I can, or I can hear a Holland Oats parody song called Carpet Muncher. <laughs> that, that's, that's, there you go. That's my. 
Oh, there she goes. Yeah. Chewing on that pantyhose. Well, you're writing it already. It's your song. I'll give now. it to you. This is a gift. This is my gift to you. I, I will accept your gift and do the best I can. I might not yeah. have your talent for this particular project, but oh, I will do Oh, the there she goes. She's a bush chomper. Oh, my God. Oh, there's anyway. Watch out, girl. You've got talent at this. She'll floss her teeth with your pubic hair. She's a bush jumper. Bro, you're writing the whole song yourself. You, you, can, you can watch this episode back and you can just take notes. And it's they, well, you know, you, if you get another gig with Bush Chomper, you can send me a note and thank me. I don't, I, I think I'm okay just probably being the girl who sings about dicks. I should probably let a lesbian write the Bush Chomper song. You oh, know? come on. I, I, I don't You were in Paris enough. in college. Come on. You know, what was that all, supposed to mean? Everybody don't knows. Don't, don't lie. Come on. I'm don't not lie. lying. What, don't, you don't think I was us, some Don't make us believe that you're you're not experienced in that uh, genre. Sorry to disappoint, but yeah, this, this girl's straight but not narrow. So, sorry. Oh, wow. I thought you were a west-facing watermelon. From what? <laughs> <laughs> Call back. <laughs> anyway, um, so what's your where would people get a hold of you at? I'm sorry, I keep uh, derailing my own me, interview. You can find me on Insta and you can find me on YouTube. It's Sadia. It S Insta than the whole word Instagram. Is the gram part? Is that the negative part? Is that why people just say Insta? Is there something negative uh, about gram? No, it's just cool. It's just oh, the cool okay. kids. Just the cool so kids. I'm not cool, in, so. My Insta and my YouTube are Sadia Music. S like Sam, A, D like David, I, A, and the word music. Hmm. Okay. You know what? I think you should just go with dick music and then make it simple. Well, Everybody remember would, it. That would be simple, but I tell people it's not only fans. Like, it's cute. It's not nasty. Because it could be just, super nasty. Pen pen fifteen music. <laughs> what? Pen fifteen. Oh, I don't know music. what that is. It's penis. Pen fifteen. P E N one five penis music. Oh, see, you're more skilled at this than I am in some ways. <laughs> That's okay. So, All these but, are free, free to use. Well, I wrote, if I go to, if I go to Vegas, uh, which I may, you never know. I've I've been there before, but if I yay. go again, I'm not a gambler though, but. Uh, I go again just to see some shows, Blue Man Group or whatever, and you're performing, and that's like Pen15 live on stage. I'll be like, God damn it. I'm a good person. Uh, I'm a, if the, I use that, the, I will do my best to give you some royalty. Live at the celery stock, Pen15. Well, okay. uh, the reason I wrote the songs, though, this is going to take a little bit of a serious turn, was to help men's mental health. Because a lot of these comics get up on stage and they seem to think they need a 14-inch schlong to get a girlfriend. And I'm like, no, no, there's That's a lid for every pot. You know, um, in the song, I say, guys, you have hands and a mouth. Just use them, too. And I just, because well, I can. carpet muncher as a man, then there you go. Huh? Do carpet muncher as a man, and then you, you're, that's your. Well, yeah. So. I can wear high heels. I can wear a push-up bra. I can wear Spanx. Like I can do a lot of things to change my body to make it quote unquote more attractive. 
But guys, like what they're born with is kind of the hand that they got dealt. And you can't. Not if you ask Bob Crane, but go ahead. Oh, I don't. Oh, did what? Did he change something? I don't know who that is. Yeah. Watch the movie Autofocus. Uh, I cannot commit to that, but I will try. <laughs> it's but not a porno is, or anything. Uh, well, like, but if, but like, girls can get bigger chest and now bigger butts, Brazilian butt lift, or like whatever. Women, we have makeup. We can do so much stuff to our body to make it different. But guys can't. So whatever God dick God gave to you, men, listen up. You have hands in the mouth. Just use them too. That's I heard the that Marky Mark. That wasn't his dick in uh, in that movie Boogie Nights. He had an really? appendage. Yeah, he had a dick double. It. Wow. Well, it was like a, a prosthetic. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I heard about that. People get hair plugs. You might just get a prosthetic. You'll be okay. Well, I mean, the dick that you bring to the table is just one piece of the whole relationship package. Oh, I think that's what everybody forgets. Dang it. You Why know, do we forget that? That seems to be so of obvious. Because of Tinder and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. So, the whole, oh, my gosh. This is I just want guys to know that there's a lid for every pot. Like, whatever you have, somebody's going to like. There's a song right there. There's a lid for every pot. There's a People dick think for it's every pot. <laughs> so I am trying to help in my own little way. Um, the song, When the Dick is Good, it talks about how dumb women get. Uh, it ends with, you know, girl, he's got no job, but the dick is good. He mm. lives with his mom, but the dick is good. Like girl, you need show. to dump him. I know that I should, but damn, the dick is good. <laughs> so like, so like something Ann Jillian was singing back in the late 70s. Yeah, I know who she is. I'll have to look her up. <laughs> I have too many song. old references. I'm sorry. Okay, no, it's fine. Uh, hey, one one more question. We got. We should wrap it up here. But one more question. Oh, sure. So, there. You ever see uh, Flight of the Concords? You ever heard that show, yes. Flight of the Concords? Yes. They had a song called "Too Many Dicks on the Dance Floor," which I love that song. Oh my gosh, I'll have to look into that one. Thank you need you. to. You need to do a cover of "Too Many Dicks on the Dance Floor." Uh, yeah. It's I'm about uh, yeah, make a note of that. Flight of the Concords, which is a fantastic show, folks. But anyway, yeah, uh, with Jermaine Clement and uh, I can't think of the other guy's name now. Shit. Anyway, um, yeah, they have a song called "Too Many Dicks on the Dance Floor." Too many dicks. Too many dicks. Too many. Dicks. Anyway, you need to you need to sample some of that. It fits right into your motif if you're only doing dick uh, songs. If you don't want a dick carpet muncher, that's fine. I understand. <laughs> 